0: My podcast. Here comes the OZ Taiwanese. So, as last week, we are talking about the insurance. So, it's due to the visa requirement and the restriction that we immigrant peoples need to holding an insurance. So, it brings us another topic and another conversation I have both Taiwanese friend or Australian friend, all as as partless. So. Like that, Lloyd, you have been in Australia for 8 years, then how do you fix all those visas? Like from the very beginning. So like brings out this topic, so those code represent my life journey in Australia. So the code here is represent like each visa I ever had in Australia. So I would just broadly go through now, but I will list out all the visa I ever had, and even now I had in my like a visa condition. All right, so ever since I start my Australian journey, I start from a 417, which is working holiday. And you may or may not know as a uh, working holiday workers you may also heard that there's another one called 462 so it's a special working holiday visa only for one year so it's very short terms and i different show sure now this one probably have been withdrawn now because now the most uh, by my research most of the working holiday visa now is 417 so after 417 i change my visa to the student visa which is 500 so during the 500, uh, I ever get trouble with my school. So my first agent, she meant to uh, make a mistake to make my application fail. So therefore I need to purchase another language school in order to stay in Australia. At that time, I didn't realize I don't need to do this. Actually, I can just take it easy, go back to Taiwan. Chill and then come back. But anyway, it's life choice. So that section does bring up several things in my life, um, especially in writing in academic training. So I still appreciate that, that kind of like, accident happen. But yes, so after five hundred, my visa turned into the four A five, which is a temporary grade grade A visa, and also it's called grade A work stream. So is specify M for those people study in Australia, especially like a deployment level, so which is means two year study. So I get uh, relevant uh, equivalent as a 1.5 years as my graduation. So during the graduation I also face the COVID-19. So at least timing I apply another one called uh, 408, which is a temporary work activity as and it is belong to a Australian government endorsed event. So on the special occasion I can stay in Australia for further one year and when I finish the first one I can apply another one. So this one is due to the Australian government want to cover the shortage in hospital and the same also some um, some, all the other essential industry as well. So uh, by the job list, you may or may not have the chance to apply the 408, uh, which is a temporary work activity visa. And then um, as a people who study in Australia and graduate want to use their career to immigrate, so I'm a chef. So basically if we say uh, accept the 408, for O A, which is the spatial spatial visa like temporary work activity, which is M for the COVID nineteen, I would be the people doing the document to apply four nine one, or one eight nine, or one nine O, which is very similar to each other. Is all all name staff one skilled work regional or skill nominated or skill independent but it all using the certain job career which is on the list. So this one will be a little bit specific if you are not the people who is using Chef this career to immigrate into Australia. But my case is I using the Chef job so based on my eoi eoi is expression of interest is kind of like a point to test It's kind of like a scoring scoring system pointing out how much how much score you get so it means if you meet the certain criteria a uh, certain criteria you are able to immigrate into australia so for me in the 491 my score is like 85 something I didn't mean to attending to kind of like a NAATI, which is a uh, Australian Second Language Interpretation License, or also attending to kind of like a uh, language cram school to get a high score, as high as I can, to get high score in IELTS or PTE. So for me, I just get the basic, let's it, which is means seven represent um, Proficiency English in Queensland government, uh, in Queensland government immigration office under that criteria. So if you are the audience from the other state, or you are the audience from all the other country away from Australia, if you looking for immigrating to Australia, you may need to check it out the criteria and the restriction for the visa. So okay. Finish explaining all the visa i ever had and currently I'm under 408 about to receive my 491 which is means I about to become a PR in the future after three years, roughly. Alright, after explaining that, let's back to the very simple easy thing. So, how many visa in Australia I can apply? So, based my research, so Australian government have six different groups of visas divided into 80 different visas. So it doesn't include including uh, the other 50 visas which is uh, have been repelled, which is have been withdrawn, you no longer need or you're no longer able to apply anymore. However, this visa divided into six groups. you start from visitor visa, which can be very short terms, followed by study and training, which is the one I ever had, the 500 st- student visa, and then followed by the family partner, which is commonly seen as a partnership visa or Sprouts visa and followed by working and skill, which is the one I am doing the 408 and the one I cannot receive, which is the 4091 and followed by the fifth one is refugee and humanitarian um, Humanitarian, which is the common, common sense is the refugee visa but in this category, I'm not really familiar with this as I'm a Taiwanese people, we literally no need to using a refugee visa I should say, we we don't need to apply the refugee visa as Taiwan is a very safe and democratic country and others will be like special event. So this is all the visa we can do. But let's back to the very best and why I choose come to Australia. So in the very early beginning, I was thinking about going to Canada. And um, when I finished the conversation with my friend, who I think he is still in Canada, but by my understanding, his job can be uh, work from the from the home, so he no need to stay in Canada. But at that time, I was talking about if I went to uh, if I went to Canada, if I looking for immigrant to Canada sort of thing. So I was pretty young, 26 years, 25, 26 years old. And at the time, I don't want to uh, borrow too much money from. I, I was poor and young as everybody know, 25, 26. Uh, I don't really have a good concept in the financial and uh, career life. All I need to do is I want to see something different. So I was compared Uh, both Canada and uh, Australia and even Japan but it turns out that actually Canada and Japan is not easy for me to apply by the timing not only by the number of the visa uh, released from the government also by the money by the budget so at the end of the day I choose Australia not only Australia having a a, a long history in working holiday but also uh, by all the research i find come to australia is more achievable for me to see the thing i wanted to see so at that time i was a barista so i was a little bit obsessed of the australian coffee culture especially melbourne so they bring me to australia and my first station is the gold coast queensland and then I still remember that when, at the very beginning. Uh, my English is so poor that when I do my first transfer trip from Taiwan to Singapore and then come and then Singapore to the Australia Gold Coast, I even pronounce the Gold Coast as a Gold Coast. I was so... <laughs> I was so silly, stupid, and so brave at that time. I, I still miss the timing for sure. And then this... Like this reason, just only this consideration, they bring out like, all the idea together. So um, when I'm doing a working holiday, I'm not yet having the student, like not are having the, the idea say I cannot study in Australia. It's almost at the end of the day and I have that money. I'm just thinking about, you know, not should I go to study it? study the culinary training or something like that, the hospitality management for me to be a chef because I was dreaming to be a chef when I was young and it was due to the family's consideration. So I was stopped there and then after 10 years from 16 years old and, and 26 years old and now 28, I start having the consideration about should I study or no, and then roughly by the timing of the, like in, the, in between the 28 to 29, I just say, okay, fine. I'm huh? almost 30. I cannot live a life which I always dream about and don't want to like implant or fulfill it. So then I pay the money to study, study as a chef. Then when I finished study, I just realized, oh, study as a chef can be a immigration option. And so, during the time when I was a barista, I already enjoy the label of systems. And so when I finished that, I just thinking about, alright, so let's do it. Cause I already be I already pay the money to study in Australia. And how about we just immigrate into Australia? That's would be another page of my life. So let is everything bring me to here. So the only things I would say is the one I just mentioned about there is one agent try to fail my life accidentally, and um uh, it become a kind of like a fortune cultivate my English, uh, academic skill, especially in writing and speaking. So I would like to say in this is uh, the reason why I suddenly turn into this this topic is. I do feel that when I living when I when I was living in Gokos and then moved to Melbourne and now I skipped from Melbourne to Cairns, they never have a exception. I always have some kind like a working hard days colleague or chef colleague or any background. Like it seems that a lot of the immigrant people, their life plan is based on agents saying the immigration ag- agent or immigration lawyers saying. Somehow I do feel a little sad that I I understanding that I totally understand that you may lose your direction, you may lose your faith, you may lose your target of your life. So you need to have a consultant. However, by a consultant doesn't mean your life have to determined by others. So my feeling is I see a lot of the chef which they just follow by the Asian saying. So they choose to study chef. They choose to becoming a chef. Therefore they can immigrate into Australia. But they didn't realize to be a chef is not that easy. <laughs> it's never be an easy job. To be a chef you have to face a lot of things like my previous um previous episode. That some absurdity is so emotional heavy that when I'm recording it I even cannot express my opinion very lightly, always very heavy, very traumatized and then yeah so here I would just give you a, a, a simple direction if you really don't know either or not somehow if you are asian like me somehow maybe try to slow down a little bit and look around Anyone, what are like doing, and what you should do, and just thinking about it. No need to get struggling. No need to admire. No need to feel regret. What I ever done before? Cause same as me, my life just start from twenty six. My Australian life start from twenty six. So if you are the audience from Asian country, I sincerely hope you are all the best. If you are struggling with your current life you still have a chance to restart again. Because as I know, Australia is quite a democratic country and it's quite freedom. You are very welcome to come over and start your life all over again. That's it. So that's today's topic. So uh, this episode is Shape Choice. I would like to pick up the second magazine which I use for my brainstorm and uh, charge my culinary knowledge, enhance my culinary knowledge, which is gourmet traveler. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, my audience is all chef or some people is not chef. Sure. If you are people who live in Australia, uh, gourmet traveler. This magazine maybe the first magazine I was introduced to the people who work in the hospitality, hospitality industry. It not only reveal all those famous restaurant's recipe, which is literally a recipe they sell in store, but also they reveal more knowledge and more culinary um, common sense. lot common sense is never common. And then by reading through each month's volumes, I feel somehow I don't feel afraid I feel confident if some people challenge my culinary knowledge. So I sincerely (laughs) um, introduce this one, which is my second magazine, uh, culinary magazine I read every monthly. And I basically, I read daily or maybe um, three times or four times per week. Alright, so that's today's topic, then see you next time.